Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bengalis in New York show. My name is Arik and uh, we were repping it for, you know, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and all over the world. So welcome and enjoy. Hi, so I love having podcast hosts on my podcast and uh, today's special because we have a podcast host uh, and her mom and our podcast host, host is five years old. So I'm really excited. Uh, Lena, Janan, welcome to the Boney Podcast. Salam. Thanks for having us. Hello, Assalamualaikum. So what made you guys, tell us about the podcast, uh, what's it called and how did it get started? It's called Salam Storytime. I started it so I could read Kids' stories about kids around the world. What's your favorite book so far? It's Always Angeli. Oh, okay. You're, you're so young and you love reading. Why, why do you like reading so much? Because I want to learn new things. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so, so Janana, when did she start first start just reading? I, I, you know, I, as you know, I'm, I'm having a daughter too. So this kind of stuff is like super in my mind now, how to get them engaged. We bought all these books already. And my wife is, you know, already getting a bookshelf ready like you have. So what are some of the things you did to get her interested in reading early? Yeah, I think reading is such an important thing to do since even before birth, if you if you can now even read in the while the baby's in the womb. But we read every day, multiple books a day ever since Lena was born. And then she has two younger sisters. What are their names? Nadine and Amina. Yeah, so Nadine, uh, Lena's five, almost six. Nadine just turned four and Amina is two. And so reading is just a culture. It's a part of our house. We love reading. We have books, you know, as simple as board books. I think that's a great book to start out with um, for your baby to come, inshallah. And then um, Lena, you ask, when did she start to read? Lena started to read earlier this year. Uh, she was five. And we honestly attribute it to Zoom and her amazing teachers who taught her virtually. The teacher, I guess, what did she teach you? Sight words. Sight words. Do you know what sight words are? No. What are they? So, Lena, do you want to share what sight words are? Sight words are words that are easy to read. Like, and, or, the, or, is. So, words like a, an, the, are the initial sight words. Is, be, do. Certain words that you want to actually memorize at first. So that when you see it in the writing, you recognize it and you can read. What are some other ways you know how to read? By sounding out words like I can sign out banana, banana. That's a fun word. We have a story coming out about bananas, right? What are words made out of? Letters. Ambition. Can you say it? Ambition. Yeah, ambition. So sounding out words based on the phonetics. So I think what you can do for your children, it's not just the ABCs anymore. It's knowing what each letter, the sound each letter makes. So the phonetic sounds and the phonomic sounds, I'm, I may be making, getting that wrong. I'm not an educator, but what's another way that you learned how to read? By looking at the picture and the picture can help me read because it tells me what the story is about and that's how it helps me read. So sight words, 
sounding out letters and then context clues, looking at pictures. And that's what, why it's so important. I think I didn't, I never taught her how to read. She learned through Zoom because her teacher was encouraging those things. And one day we got a new book and I read Piggy and Gerald. Yeah. Yeah, she was just like, uh, we got a new book um, by Mo Willems, and I thought she'd memorized it, but only it was the way, and it turns out... I was reading Yeah, You were reading all by yourself. I was like, how is she reading it? I thought she memorized it, and then I went to a random page, and so that was the beginning of this year. It was January of this year that she. I just realized, wow, she's reading on her own. So it just kind of surprised us. I think every child is different when they're going to learn how to read, um, but we were lucky that Zoom worked for us, and yeah, it was a fun surprise. And you asked how to engage children in reading, and my tips for you and for any parent out there is just to read and dedicate time to read every day, even if it's just for 10 minutes. Picture books are not very long, board books are even shorter, and if you just dedicate a time every day, even when the baby is still in the womb, until when they're zero years old, and all the way until they, you don't have to read to them anymore, even then, reading together can really foster that habit and that culture of reading and make smarter, happier kids, because they can learn about themselves and others too. So. In the podcast, Lena reads excerpts from books, right? How do you guys select what books to read? So Lena, why don't you tell what books, how do you select a book? Choosing the one I like most, and then I read it to you. And I think about the characters. Yeah, so she's involved in kind of the casting, and uh, when we figure out what book we're going to read, we actually have to go ask permission from the publisher. We ask permission to make sure that we can republish the story as a podcast. Uh, I'm in publishing in a different way. I've published in the past textbooks, so I know how important it is to get permission before reading. And then when we talk to the publishers, which Lena is sometimes involved in those conversations, we've recorded little videos to them. What what did you say when you recorded a video to a publisher? Do you remember? Um, hello, Capstone. Press me. I read your book. Yeah, so just simple. A five-year-old saying, I love your book. Oh. Yeah, Lena, yeah. are they nice? Are they are they nice when they respond? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> some haven't responded. That's true. And some have. And yeah, so we've had some really nice... It just started with one yes, I think. It was one... Awesome. Somebody who said yes, who was your first book, which was... Bismillah Soup. How do you... How do you so in the podcast, I, I listened to... I was shocked at... It was a great quality podcast. And how did you learn how to do podcasts? How did you... How did Lena learn and how did she understand what she was doing with podcasts? What am I speaking to this mic? Did she, did she understand what, what was going on? She picked the anchor.fm. That's really? The- <laughs> yeah. So tell us how, where did you hear about that? I heard about anchor on gumdrop readers. Yeah. And are there other podcasts that you like to listen to? One in the world, Magic Treehouse, and my podcast. And time. Lena's been listening to podcasts since for a long time. Do you remember what your first podcast was? Wow in the World. And when did you listen to that? When I was two. 
yeah, we've been listening to podcasts for a long time since she was two. Um, and it's a little bit a mix because I'm frugal uh, and not wanting to buy audiobooks and then also practical because if I can't read to them because I do work and if my husband's working, at least they're listening to something and using their imagination just a little bit instead of watching TV. So Lena's involved in the podcast. When we interview or talk to the publisher, we ask them what they would want mm-hmm. in the show notes, how somebody could actually purchase that book. And then we read the story together. And then Lena helps pick out the music. So she listens to the story and listens to what would be a good sound effect, like maybe a door closing. Oh, really? Like that. Yeah. Should hire her. Lena. I'm going to hire you to do our podcast. We're not even that far. We don't do sound effects. Do you want to help me with Do you want to help me with my podcast? I'll think about it. So some of the publishers have been responsive, others haven't. How how do you make how do you make sure this this is all fun for her? Like she loves podcasts, she loves reading, which is amazing. Like how do you make sure it's fun for her like you know, you know, and not like doesn't seem like work? That's the reason why we've actually had a a lapse in doing them in a for a few weeks because we went back to school and this is a fun project, it's a passion project. It's not supposed to be work for any of us involved. And we didn't mention some of our the people who are on our podcasts. Who who has appeared? Baba. Your dad. Mm. And then maybe some of your friends. The idea is we want to inc- you know incorporate other people. This is a fun project, other voices. And the more others are on the podcast, it's more fun for them too. And so this is organically spread. We have zero podcasting experience. I don't have experience doing any of this. She taught me how to use anchor.fm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do in a past world of when I was doing a fellowship, I have been involved in digital education, mm-hmm. educational technology. So that's how I know a little bit about how to edit sound. We use everything's free. And a, a funny thing that someone's told us is, you know, more and more people have come to us that are parents and said, how did you get Lena to do this? And, you know, we should get our son or daughter to do it. And I'm like, we should make a course on how to start a podcast for zero dollars, with zero marketing experience with zero, zero skills. But right now I, I, I wanted to show you or tell you it's been listened to in 13 different countries. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, just by word of mouth, I think. That's so. amazing. Uh, so Lena is a half Bengali, half Pakistani. Do you speak Bangla or um, Urdu in the household? Right now we're focusing more on English and Arabic. What school do you go to? I'm in first grade in the Islamic school of Norfolk. Mm. So they teach Arabic language and... And that is me, Lena. That means my name is Lena. So yeah, so she she's learning that we my parents speak fluent Bengali with me, but my in-laws, they, I think they speak Punjabi and Urdu, but with all they have eight children. My husband's one of eight. Um, and so we we stick to English most of the time. But I would love to learn more proper Bangla myself so that I could teach it and pass it on to Lena. Yeah, I asked because there's that there's like a Bangla podcast movement. So I was just curious having her speak in Bangla would that would actually be amazing. I know you one thing you talked about we talked about earlier is you're also involved in a number of other projects with Bangla food and things like that. Talk about that. Yeah. So yeah, Bangladesh is important in our life. I I love that my parents are from there. My dad is from Kishirganj. My mom is from Komila, but I was born and raised in, in Tennessee of all places. 
And recently, because I have three girls um, and have, I'm a home chef. I think we all have to be. And eating home food and eating Bengali food is really important to me. I love, love, love Bengali food. Lena has grown up eating dal, pap, and mangsho and everything. And so I got a really cool opportunity to be a recipe developer for South Asian foods for this account that you should follow. It's called Kids Eat in Color. It's an Instagram account. And yeah, we made a lot of Bengali recipes, Indian, Pakistani, delicious food. And guess who my taste testers were? Lena. Lena. <laughs> yeah. Lena was our taste tester. Do you like the food I make? Yeah. Do you do like, you like do you like Bengali food, Lena? Yes. I like dal, chicken, and rice, and egg, and parata. So the... Uh, recipe project so so you're you're um essentially you're helping this company reach an, a wider audience to learn how to make bengali food yeah i think i represent south asian food so okay, i found asian. Recipes, yep sorry i found recipes definitely that were authentically bengali that you could relate to i found some some that were pakistani like uh that was a more like a kima recipe and then some that are like vegetarian indian um that i I'd, I'd had before and i knew but i didn't know it was Indian so being able to trace that and we learned about it we we have a globe that we like to look at and pick different countries and learn about them and talk about them so Lena has an interest in the world she's bringing the globe one of the globes we have right now <laughs> and so yeah we like to to point at it and learn and speak about different it's countries yeah it's a this one's a beach ball I like your dress Lena Thank you. It's a shallow work kameez from Bangladesh. So what's next for you guys? What are books do you have coming up? Yeah, so we took a, a break because of the time it takes for me to do the editing. And then recently we realized, you know what? I hired a virtual assistant to help me because I am doing a lot of different projects. So that's the one piece that Lena, every other part of the, the process Lena's involved in from picking the book, picking and casting the characters and who we're going to have, like her friend Arwa or anyone who are going to have in the book to actually reading the story and the music and the sound effects. But then when it comes to editing, that's something I take more because that's more work, less something. But she definitely listens to it and tells me <laughs> if it's good or, or not. And then she helps actually post it uh, when it's, you know, pressing the button so it goes live on, on Anchor to be able to go on Spotify and Apple and all that stuff, right? And then her sisters have appeared on the podcast and they help they help appear on it as well. And they they love to listen to it. So that served kind of as our new, um, as our bedtime stories. They get to listen to our stories. What's next for us? We have some short stories coming, a book by Gooba Publishers, a book written by some professors. Lena helped me write a book. What's next with the podcast is that we are going to be launching a book that we just recently met someone on the other side of the world. Do you want to tell them about this book? The Reading Tree. And who wrote this book? Dr. Ku Chim Chu. And how did we meet her? By Outside the Woods. Yeah. When I first told her about the podcast and that we have to get permission, we realized that even though we made these videos and 
we'd send them out to major publishers. We weren't getting responses. There are some books that you can read without having to seek permission. They're in the public domain. But the only problem with that is in the the books that are in the public domain, they're not always the most appropriate for children to read because they're in Old English or maybe they have some subtle racism in it. I didn't get into explaining all of that to Lena, but you know, they were good. They were children's books, but they would be really difficult for a child to read because if you're in the public domain, the public domain typically is something that's really over like a hundred years old, or if it's something that is some, maybe a part of the International Children's Library, those books are part of the public domain as well. We struggle to find books that would be appropriate and fun to hear on a podcast. And I started looking by last name alphabetically from the beginning, um, instead of just by children's book category in the archives on archive.org to find names that sounded maybe a little unique. And there were some books that were actually there from the International Children's Library that are part of the public domain. And the book that we found was... House by the Woods by Dr. Kuchin Chu. <laughs> yeah. So that book, that's actually the second story that we read together, right? With Baba and, and Lena. And um, it was really fun read. And when we found her, when we looked inside the book, I saw that the copyright year was in the 90s. And then I also saw that that book was a grant-funded book. And I was like, why is there a grant-funded book here? So what we did was we emailed Dr. Chu. We tried to find her. We searched for her online. And all we could find was this preschool in Singapore, that there was someone named Ku Kim Chu that was a professor that had a preschool. And it sounded like it was the same person. So we emailed her after reading the book and said, hi, this is Janan and Lena. We just read your book, A House by the Woods. And we're wondering if you'd give us permission to read it on our podcast. It's a long story time. And then she responded, the preschool responded, hi, Janan, it's nice to meet you. I'm Dr. Kim Chu. Um, can we meet? And so we met on Zoom a couple of days later, and then she read us this book, which is called The Reading Tree. So she read us The Reading Tree. She thought we found her because of The Reading Tree, which crazy enough, that book just published this summer in 2021 in Singapore. I had never heard of The Reading Tree at that point. She read us the story. And did, what did you think of the story when she read it to us? Yeah. She, Lena loved it. I loved it. It's a really cool story. And she told us about grant funding. She told us something interesting about Singapore. She said that in the 90s, books in Singapore were actually all imported from the United States, the United Kingdom, and Australia. And she had a preschool at that time. And she educated children just like Lena, Nadine, and Amina. And, and she said that she really wished and got grant funding so that she could have books written by local Singaporeans. Mm. So that's why she wrote that book. And so the fact that we found it so many years later was really interesting. And then where did the reading tree come from? Why do we have that in our hands now? And that's our next book. I was so amazed by that book. I looked up the publisher. It's called Epigram. They're based in Singapore. They focus on printing Singaporean voices. And Singaporean, I don't know if you know much about that culture. It is all about, there's people from all of the world. Yeah, it's a mix, a very mix, a mixed culture. It's Chinese Singaporean, there's Indian Singaporean, yeah. Yeah, and so there's, there are like Desi people there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool things in Singapore. And um, so, yeah, when we met her, she told us about the publisher. We ordered this book, which is really, that's a funny story too. The book itself is maybe translates to... 
10 or 12 US dollars. But this book, we got this book and another book because Dr. Ku Kim Chu ended up being my like book mentor. And she told me one very smart thing. And she said, Janan, it's going to be hard for you to find publishers that are going to say yes, or you're going to run out of stories to read on your podcast. You should write your own and you should write them with Lena. So we have, we've been writing stories together. One of the first stories I have is about the girls. I just finished pub, uh, finished writing it. Um, and Lena and I are writing about a book about starting a podcast too. The Reading Tree is our next story. And we just met this week to talk to Oliver. Do you remember meeting Oliver? Who's Oliver? Tell the listeners about Oliver. He's five years old, just like me. And he lives in Singapore. So something that happened in Singapore way back then in the 90s are what I'm kind of trying to address now of finding more books that are written authentically by the voices, the actual people around the world. So it seems like, you know, it started as just something like that Lena showed interest in and it just like kind of snowballed into so much more. It's really fun. We, we really had a good time. Do you like working with your sisters? Yes. She, are you a good big sister? Yeah. Well, um, thank you for, I'd love to talk to you again. Uh, when, uh, talk about maybe we can do like a actual reading on, on our Instagram. That would be cool. That would be really fun, wouldn't it? Make it like a, make a, like a monthly thing. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be really fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. We found some really cool, and I think you know about them too, Gooba books. Yeah. So they've given us permission to read. So that's on our, um, that's on one of our things that we're going to do next. We have the reading tree. We have uh, several books by Toka Box. They are a curator of Desi books. And also Mango and Marigold Press is a really great publisher that publishes um, the South Asian voice. And that's the publisher who gave us the permission to read Always Anjali. Always Anjali has a next book that's coming out called Bravo Anjali. Are you excited about reading that one? What character do you play in that book? Anjali. Yeah, so it's really fun, really fun to read. And we have a lot of other books that now before it was ironically before it was us searching for publishers, right, and asking if we have permission. And now we're the rate limiting step. There's a lot of books that we have permission to read. We've been hearing from people who want their stories read and people who want to participate, parents who want their kids to be involved. And we love that. If you want to start your own podcast, if you want to be involved, or if you have a book that you want to read with us, we'd love to hear from you. Please contact us at salamstorytime at gmail.com. And we'd love to coordinate reading with you. Um, and, and this is a project that's inspiring a nonprofit uh, that I want to start. And I'm in the process of establishing called global bookshelves and awesome. finding authentic thank you like just trying to find authentic voices around the world from people who actually live around the world so we can learn that kids are just like us right we're all the same oliver from singapore he seems really cool just like you so. <laughs> lena you're the coolest thanks for coming on lena i appreciate it thank you uncle Thanks so much for having us. This is really fun. The red and green I beat is always in my heart. I do it for my people, always in my thoughts. I gotta be honest with diamonds and pearls. Yeah, yeah. Bengal is in New York. All over the world. It's the bony show. Hey, can you handle this? Representing the boroughs where the bangles live From the slang we spit to the gangs we with It doesn't matter, we the essence of the Bangladesh I say, hey, come on, can you handle this? Representing the boroughs where the bangles live